Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Thank you, Eva. And everyone, welcome to part two of me trying to get it together. Um... (laughs) This is just like the perfect, we are a train wreck, and that's what this episode goes to show. It's super fun. We had our first guest in a long time, um, and it was the two lovely ladies from Sinisterhood. We had a blast, but they really, uh, as M will mention in the episode, were so professional on when we were on their show. So and then, professional. Ooh, we dragged them over here and went, sorry. Uh. I, we, we just like walked them into a dumpster fire after they had us hanging out in a palace. I Literally just now, like they wouldn't have done what we just did. I totally messed up and I was like, we have to record all over again. Like, M, that- just, M just literally yelled in the middle, it's July. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that is so not sinisterhood of me anyway uh if you'd like to go check them out if you're not already listening please go check out sinisterhood.com also so we did an episode with them they did an episode with us and yeah it's just a an episode where we were telling our stories and we had two extra people throwing in their comments all which were very very funny and they're, yeah um, they're both very funny extremely funny and also extremely smart so it is a really fun goofy episode to listen to um, on our end and then we had such a blast on there so that came out earlier this week if you want to check it out they're basically on any platform that we're on um, but yeah you should definitely stick around and listen to this we had our first guest on uh, for a reason we haven't we don't do many guests but this was just a special occasion and we were so excited and proud to have them in our, into our lovely dumpster fire if it felt right and a lot of people have uh, been asking for this crossover so to those requesting here you are and we hope you enjoy it have fun Uh, We are uh, here. See, I already can't do it. Uh, (laughs) We are here with a very special guest. We are here with the ladies from Sinisterhood. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much. This is so exciting and such an honor. Yeah. 
we're like uh, simultaneously pleased and terrified that we did a crossover <laughs> on your show first because Em and I sat there having telepathy the entire time. We were just talking about this about how smooth and seamless it went, and we were like, "Uh oh, they're not. They don't know what they're getting into here." Uh, <laughs> when we start our episode with no script, nothing, just I'm, you know so what? Glad. That's impressive that you can I just do it. it on the fly. I like to see how the sausage is made, as they say. Well, here's the sausage. Here's the really just dis- really disgusting footage from that documentary that made you never. Oh, yeah. I am glad we were on your show first or recorded first because um had we done this and then jumped onto your show and saw how well done it is I'd be <laughs> so like oh my god <laughs> whatever so no, no, no. y'all are very sweet thank we're you all so much. we're all doing a different thing and we just want to hear we're here to party man so it sounds yeah. like we're, we're here for Hell y'all yeah this is party we're- y'all and well, we we're doing I guess just like a regular episode but we wanted you guys to come on and just like I don't know, join in the yes, audience like bantering, I guess. Yeah. We're like uh, that woman at the Lonely Island concert that <laughs> no <laughs> one gets that reference because that just happened before we started recording. The air. But we're I'm just, just excited here. to be here. Yeah, just we're just excited, excited to, to be happy. here. Just happy to be here. Well, <laughs> usually, uh, well, usually we get off track immediately and tangent for 15 minutes, but we'll try to act kind of professional with you oh, we, no. give the people right. what they want let's yes. change it up don't don't change what you do for us by any means uh well usually we ask why why we drink or at least we try to remember why to ask that question <laughs> <laughs> but is there a reason why this week why you drink can be good can be bad can be a random total reason is there any Ooh, reason good question cool. uh i have this is let's do this uh it's a big announcement why i'm drinking that we haven't announced it on the air yet but I'll oh my gosh you're gonna your announce show. it on your yeah, their I'm show we're gonna oh do it oh my gosh this is amazing Tell me, this Tell is me. huge i gave my notice at work so i'm gonna be full-time potting <gasps> it up yeah oh my god congratulations yeah wow. yeah so that's huge so it's like cheers it's a good thing it's a nonprofit, so i can still do pro bono work with them you know as as schedule allows but uh i told christy i sent her a gif of uh, texas hold'em and i said i'm all in baby <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a little uh surreal to tell your work i have to stop doing this job to do um where i talk into a microphone and like talk about horse taints and conspiracies <laughs> and like ghosts some law stuff uh and they're like is this why you went to law school and i'm like yeah this is to be a podcaster Actually, obviously uh-huh. congratulations wow. oh my gosh. very exciting so how, exciting so how long have you been thinking about doing this like like officially leaving uh well as a kid i wrote in a little notebook that i wanted to be a lawyer and a tv star and a Shut radio up. star and so there's a little paper where i circled them and uh so you know forever i've wanted to do okay. both uh, but I, the, the reason why i took this job was because it was a lot more nine to five and i could do it nights and weekends and now as we're growing more and more i just like lay on my helix mattress shout out <laughs> but i uh promo code drink not, yeah, not promo, promo code, yeah. uh, we are on your show yes promo code drink uh but i lay on my you know i, I can't sleep as much because i'm working on the show so we're trying to so it, it came about in the last we just got represented we now have the same agent as you guys ywme yeah and oh so, my god hell yeah that's great. So, uh, That's so, what happened to us. We were like working and working and then doing this on the side. And it got to a point where I was like, we got to make, make well, moves. we got to pick. It was because we we got uh, repped with WME and they were like, we're going to go on tour. And I went, mm-hmm. my job is not going to be cool if that movie is long. <laughs> Same. So, if I'm gone three weeks at a time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's Same. why we ended up leaving our job. Well, congrats. Thanks for giving us the exclusive that's, scoop, by the way. You got the scoop. This is that's where amazing. it will be announced. So that's, our, yeah. that's another reason to drink is because now we share an agent with you. So that's and I just want to point out, we all came together here today through sliding into one another's DMs. It was not the Hollywood machine. 
It was true. Very true. This we was a did this on our own campaign. Yes, it was true. It was. Fans, tons of listeners message. Anytime we would both get tagged in a meme on Instagram, we would share it. And always the response was, oh my gosh, you guys have to, you'll have to cross over. You have to work together. Exactly. We're like, any day. Tell us yeah. we'll be here. And I like reference you guys a lot in my stories, like a big weirdo. No, and, we appreciate um, it. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, Heather said this about the law. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I <laughs> like am my, the law. It's like my way of uh, sounding like I did my research. I'm like, well, somebody else said this very smart thing. So I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> it's legit. It's legit. I'm sight checked by Christy. So. And why, but, do, you, yeah, why do you drink, Christy? Um, well, I had two souffles yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, my which God. Wait, sorry. Sorry, Heather. We're not congratulating you anymore. <laughs> that this tr- yeah, the it. big trending oh, news. Yeah. Oh. So I. <laughs> I, uh, I went to this restaurant in Dallas for the first time called Rise Number One, and it's a so souffle good. restaurant. And the well, here's this is very embarrassing. So I was going for a, a baby shower brunch, and I didn't realize that one of my very good friends, who is the sister-in-law of the person having the baby, was picking up the tab for everyone. Ooh. So when so you got the, two. Well, <laughs> when the when the waiter was saying, I had already said like, okay, I'm gonna get this souffle. But then the waiter gave us all the specials, and one of them was a lobster souffle. <gasps> he was like, it's fifty dollars, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get that. And then I also got, so I got the most expensive thing on the menu, <laughs> and then I also got soup and a dessert souffle. You have to get the soup, though, because they put the marshmallow, but then it's goat cheese in it. It's so good. (gasps) Oh, wait, those weren't real marshmallows? In the soup? It's cheese. (laughs) They don't put marshmallows. I thought it was real marshmallows. <laughs> it's goat it's cheese. It's called marshmallow soup. Yeah, it's goat cheese that's in there. I it's was good. like, this is a weird textured marshmallow. Yes. It's because it was goat cheese. <laughs> I can't believe okay. you ordered a $50 lobster Dude, souffle on somebody either. else's tab. Dude, that's I amazing. was fucking mortified. So I came home and I was like, Tommy's like, how was it? I was like, uh, here's what happened. And he just looked at me and goes, you got to Venmo her. And I was like, I know. Okay. All right. So I Venmoed her and I was like, I'm so sorry. I would have never ordered the most expensive thing on the menu. Had I known you were picking up the tab, but that to say it was amazing as was the bread pudding souffle I had. So I will drink to that and my marshmallow goat cheese. That's really funny because it's a tomato bis soup. So I was like, marshmallow is an interesting choice, but they're French. So what do I know? (laughs) Who knows? You know what? To be fair, if if I were picking up someone's tab, I always kind of, I know they're trying to be nice, but if I'm with a, a group of people and offering to pay, I want you to have the experience of a lifetime and everyone's Aww. trying to be nice. And they're like, oh, well, I'll just get a salad. And I'm like, you better get fucked up on food at this like table. If I'm like, paying for this, no, no, like no, no, you no. better get the marshmallows. Yeah. So yes. if, if I were paying for the tab, I'd be like, you know what? She came to party. So I'm, I'm <laughs> well, having a good time. Uh, that's amazing of you. And my friend did say that she was like, you did not need to do this. I'm buying your dinner next time we go out. It was my treat, but <laughs> I, I like was mortified. I feel like there are those people who would be like, I want three lobster souffles to go, please. <laughs> someone else's. I feel like they probably knew like, you're not, you're not that type of person. No, yeah. She's a good friend. So um, if, if Christine were like, oh yeah, you can, you can pay for my lunch. I'll just get like a, a cup of soup. I'd be like, I pray to God you're getting more than that. And then <laughs> And if you she wouldn't were like, pay for it. I'd be like, now you can pay for it. Here, Trump change food and go for it. If you don't order a hundred dollars worth of food, you're picking up the tab yourself. <laughs> exactly. We don't, started like don't embarrass me. 
we're both traveling soon, which we haven't even talked about on the show, but we're both, I'm taking a, bu- a, a, a baby moon with my, one oh, of my nice. best friends to Palm Springs and then Emma's leaving town. And so we like had like seven episodes that we had to record before both of us left town all of a sudden. And so we were like, oh God, we got to do like six or seven episodes in like two weeks or whatever. And the only way that we really get through it is by letting like our new rules that we can all order Postmates, <laughs> including Eva, like on the days that we record as like, mm-hmm. it's a work expense. Yeah. Tax deductible. We plan for like, what are we all going to order on Postmates after this? That's, like, that's the Back prize. In, you know what? Whatever gets you through. That's a lot to record in a short amount of time. I wish we had a souffle restaurant, though. You got to. Oh, so it's real good. It's souffle real, to go. It's real good. Yeah, Christy knows I'm always like, that's deductible. We can deduct that. Yeah. We yeah, can go, we can go stay at that hotel. It's haunted. We'll talk about yeah. it on the show. It's deductible. That. It's that's, for research. It's for that's research. That's what Christine does. Whenever we were on tour, she'd be like, okay, so the most haunted hotel, but bullet. And I'd be like, I don't want to do that. And she'd be like, but it's for it's through the business account if we do. So, like, yeah. it's a four star restaurant. And they have a great bar and it's also haunted. <laughs> You're describing the Adolphus, which we have a lovely episode about. We and also we did stay the there. Adolphus. Yeah, I, I think you covered that too, Em. Yeah. I will say you should. I have had haunted experience at the Fister and I think it's Milwaukee, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Um, so you should go there. And then where was when we went when we toured New Orleans? Oh, my gosh. There's so many haunted Ooh. hotels in New Orleans. The yeah. Monteleone I've stayed in and it was haunted. Supposedly. I stayed there on my fake honeymoon where I, we told them it was our honeymoon so we could get free <laughs> champagne. So nice. that's another, pro t- another pro tip. Uh, <laughs> but I go on a lot of moons, clearly. Um, <laughs> But what was the one we stayed at? Um, I don't remember, but it was haunted as hell. And it That's was actually like, we were scared. We actually had to sleep in each other's rooms because we were Aww. so freaked out. Aww. It was a, it was a, it was like a, an orphanage that caught on fire or something. It was <gasps> oh, a really God. Terrible like nuns in it. Like, it's oh, like the most haunted. Like, imagine the worst yeah and, that's and like a war hospital also there was yeah. a wow and yeah. now it's it's a hotel now now we all it stay is. there oh five star all right rebranding we just gotta hotel. rebrand it and we yeah. were on a ghost tour and the guy stopped and was like this hotel and we were like uh-oh and our stuff like, is in there yeah up. that's our window yeah he was like don't go in there you'll never come out you're like are we out right now he was like sometimes uh-oh. wallets go missing and i went uh-oh i gotta check my shit <laughs> that's just a great ghost tour guy to say sometimes wallets go missing and then he's just the one that's just picking yeah. him out and he's like it's yeah. a ghost who knows <laughs> the cops. mysterious this podcast is brought to you by squarespace the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue then get started with squarespace's new feature squarespace courses squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. 
Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly, this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, co-pilot with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And M and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. Oh, well, thank you so much for uh, uh, for being here. I, thank I'm, you. Just, the way I don't know how many episodes of this you've listened to. If none, that's fine. But we. Oh are, no, we've listened we've to listened, your show. We're gonna quiz you now. Just yeah, okay. Please. <laughs> we don't even know the answers. Of our own <laughs> it's fine. But we usually I go first, and mine's the ghost story. Christine's is the true crime afterwards. So and ready. Free, feel free to banter away. Okay. Um, so my story is from Jacksonville, Florida. And this is the story of the St. Augustine Old Jail. Ooh. Is there a St. Augustine uh, New Jail? You know, <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> actually, you know, what's funny is that this is the new jail. Um, oh. <laughs> it starts, you'll, you'll understand within the first few bullets that this replaced the old jail. So actually. So it's the new old jail. It's uh-huh. the new old, yeah, okay. yeah, the two point And have we been um, to Jacksonville on tour? We we have been. To, this is okay. the story I covered in Jacksonville, actually. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. Clearly, um, I don't remember. So <laughs> this is from uh, it's fresh one for of all their, of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Jacksonville, and when we were in Florida, I had I'm pretty sure COVID. Like at this at this point, oh, it was like a year before COVID ever mm-hmm. happened, so probably not. But it was. And was- extremely it was the second i've never i've i'll never be that sick again it was insane like tried to call an ambulance for themselves but dialed the number wrong sick yeah (gasps) oh like 911 was too much yeah it was literally it was like one two three well no it was because i was i i tried to use uh siri and i Mm. was like call the ambulance and I was just like so out of it. I was like, call oh. the ambulance, and I it didn't it didn't work. Yeah, I went like Siri let you down. I I remember having like a hot flash. I was in my grandma's house, by the way. I had a hot flash. I was like tearing my clothes off. I went like temporarily blind. I like couldn't oh. see anything. Oh my! And gosh. then when I woke up the next day, it was the sickest. I I don't I don't think I'll ever get that sick again. So Florida, I don't remember much of it it was a <laughs> yeah real, real wild trip and that's so. a good excuse i was just drinking a lot so i'd also <laughs> yeah. don't remember well chrissy used to live in florida i bet you tore your clothes off and had hot flashes yeah. you weren't even sick yeah. also maybe. went blind several times it's Florida's <laughs> a weird place florida is a weird weird place maybe yeah. it's like just because i reality. i was in the city limits and i went time to get crazy i mm-hmm. guess yeah you got um, to. <laughs> so uh for the saint augustine old jail uh one of their tourist websites this is a quote from them says ladies you better cover those ankles otherwise you could land yourself at a stay at the saint augustine's old jail 
which is interesting because very few women are mentioned. I feel like they just wanted to force that joke out. So oh. um, I think it was, we could all say it was worth it. It was worth yeah, it. Yes, definitely. So, yeah. It, it I thought it was, they were going to say cover your ankles because of the mosquitoes. Oh, which is why I would have worn pants that's, and socks. That's just the Florida, Florida tourism website. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> I just I thought, thought that there was ghosts. ghosts in the jail that were Agreed. like horny for ankles, <laughs> like pinching the ankles. <laughs> like, That's what uh, I thought. It was like, what a bunch of pervy ghosts. There's yeah. a lot of layers to this joke, apparently. Um, <laughs> but it does make you think that we're immediately going to talk about women a lot in this. And I, it doesn't happen. So I'm sorry to have completely misled mm. you. So the history to this is that I'm sure if you're from Florida, you've probably heard of this guy, Henry Flagler. I'm not from there. I am from uh, just uh, not to besmirch the good state of Florida. I, uh, I am from Texas, but I did live there briefly, but no, I've never heard of this. Everyone screamed. This is the only thing I can remember from this live show is that M said that name and everyone started yelling. And I was like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) You might as well Ah, put your hands there. You know it. Yeah. Well, because Henry Flagler and there's now Flagler college, which is named. Okay. So Henry Flagler, who's a big guy in the railroad industry, he co-founded standard oil. He's just like top of the top. And he had a huge issue with the jail in town, which I guess is actually the old jail. Um, It was called the St. John's County jail. And he didn't like that his wealthy and high-end clients staying at his hotel would have to look at this eyesore of a jail from their windows or I don't, apparently it was a 360 view to this prison and <laughs> disgusted floor to ceiling uh windows and just all it was was prison view the hotel was actually in the prison i'm pretty sure um and so he just didn't want his clients to have to look at it a fun fact by the way the hotel that he owned was called the ponce de leon hotel which is now flagler college oh okay so people that are now in college if you're at flagler college uh, look out the window. And if you don't see a jail, you can thank Henry Flagler for that. Wow. Um, so to keep the, the hotel guests from seeing the jail, Flagler wanted to relocate the jail to the other side of the city. I think he specifically wanted it on the outskirts. So just nobody in town had to look at it. And to clarify, he's just a rich person. He's not like a mayor Good or point. in charge. Just a, a just an elite white man. That's all. <laughs> mm. like, you know what? Like, that's that's how change is enacted in our What's more powerful great, than a mayor? Country. <laughs> yeah, <Only> white man. <laughs> uh, so he ended up requesting, I mean, this is the confidence of a just rich white man. He just <laughs> went to the town, the county commissioners, and was like, just move the jail somewhere else. And <laughs> can, it, can it just be not here? And they're like, where? He's like, I have the ocean. I don't it care. Does it matter? Get it out it here. It makes me feel icky. So can <laughs> we do something about that? <laughs> and at first they said no, but then he don't. Then he said, I'm a white man. And yeah, I, I said, tell you, I'm sorry. Where would you like to go? No. As, as he <laughs> said that, he slipped them a check that was a donation. <laughs> oh. and it, it was $10,000 to the county commissioners. Um, Interesting. So a slight bribe. And they ended up saying, okay, I guess we'll move it now. So they completely rebuilt a whole other jail on the other side of town. They used the, this is just a fun fact, but the jail's rebuild was done by apparently a specifically a prison construction company, which I never even crossed my mind that there's companies that specialize in those things. But it's good to have, a niche. have like very special, yeah. like the bars on the windows, very specific. Mm-hmm. You don't really yeah. need those in other Joel. buildings. Up and down, <laughs> not side to side. Right, you right, slide right. through. Exactly. <laughs> or you oh. wouldn't want someone that only designs, you know, restaurants to then design your prison. <laughs> yeah, He's like, right. we do in concept. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> 
have a lot of natural here. light. Um, <laughs> we want to be able to see the kitchen, the guests to be able to like, you know, like so immersive full, experience. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. especially if you're like, oh, I know you're used to building normal buildings, but we need you to build one that people cannot escape from. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> no doors. It's like a good energy flow, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> so they use this company called the Poly Company. And apparently the Poly Company would later go on to be uh, famously known as the company who built Alcatraz. Oh, okay. Heard so that. this was not their last prison that they Mm-mm. built. I like how they had graduated at that point where they're like, let's just put it on a fucking rock in the ocean. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what people can't get away from. We've, yeah. we've tried a few Sharks. ideas so far, and the ocean Sharks. is our really good bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they ended up building, the Poly Company built the jail on the other side of town, and Flagler, he decided that he wanted the jail to be painted a, quote, dusty rose shade. Oh, get a lot oh, of God. opinions. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> Every opinion was his because the color, apparently there was a bunch of houses in that area that were also dusty rose. And so he thought, oh, well, if I paint it the same color as the rest of the houses, it won't at least be an eyesore to them. You know, the people How who have to, him. yeah, thanks. Throw a jail over here, but also throw some paint on it. So I don't But also make look it look like it. the rest of our houses. So no, nope. <laughs> then, but then also you're like, but now our house looks like the prison. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's prison pink. No, it's prison dusty pink. rose. It's dusty rose. It's prison pink. I know yeah. it was like the 1800s, but what if the pizza delivery guy like got <laughs> lost? Wrong place. Which house? Yeah, um, they all look the same. Uh, and so it was mainly so that it would blend in with the rest of the homes. And also, I guess, so it looked like a fancier jail because if he was paying for it, then he wanted it to be nicer than the rest. And the goal was that nobody would know it was a jail in the first place, including the pizza delivery guy. And the so, people inside. They'd be like, am I in a mansion? <laughs> this is so yeah. nice. That's how so, you get them. That's how you get them to, to show up. <laughs> <laughs> in 1891 the jail was finished and it stayed open for 62 years so until 1953 but during that time i don't know if i need to make this clear or not but the jail's conditions were awful were great mm. oh, where was flagler <laughs> flagler on. was on the other side of town with his very fancy hotel he, he dropped did, the check and ran he, he was, yeah it was literally throwing paint on an old barn he was like it's gonna look great and the inside's gonna be dusty rose night. paint mm-hmm. it'll be pink and that's all that matters Mm -hmm. so here are some of the conditions they had very tiny cells they had no glass in the windows they were just iron bars which apparently is called i've seen it um before it's called iron glass and that's misleading it's very misleading it's just iron bars (laughs) it's just iron bars so the the reason that that's a terrible condition especially in florida is Mm. because there's whatever the weather is outside is the weather inside yes so many mosquitoes those big ass water bugs yeah the things that christie's told me that live in florida i don't want those coming in anywhere where i'm at it sounds what do you like, call it? The Devil's Serpentarium? Oh, yeah, that what you call Florida? I said, it was, I said it was the Lord Serpentarium. The Lord but, Serpentarium. <laughs> the devil works yeah. too. But more, mm-hmm. more specifically, the devil. You know, one of the things when I moved out here, because I grew up in Virginia, so it wasn't as bad as Florida, but I grew up my whole life with humidity. Moving out to California was such a game changer. I, it is. I live in fear of the day that I might move back to the East Coast, because I can't oh, imagine... Uh, well, it's trash. I can't imagine living in a, a prison where you know it's hotter inside than it is outside. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. All the mosquitoes, how swampy it feels. I mean, oh, yeah. so that alone Terrible. I would call this a living hell. Mm-hmm. It's a good um, deterrent to not commit crime. 
There you go. You and would never commit. And would never show an ankle. Nothing. If the <laughs> no. AC was socks not every day of my life. Socks yeah. forever. Yes. If I can't have an AC on low freeze, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, I'm going home. Sure. I have a, the ACs on low freeze. I have a Bumble BFF account, and <laughs> the pretty much the only information on there is I need air conditioning all the time. Please. <laughs> Like, yes. do not, do not make me hike. Over. I don't want to go Mm-mm. anywhere that's going to be warm. If there's no Mm-mm. air conditioning, do not expect me to show up. Mm-hmm. So the jail, okay, so the weather was terrible. And also the jail had space for only 72 people. And apparently 12 of those were for women. So 60 men, 12 women. They were all together? They, so oh, the poor women, ladies. It, hang on, it gets even worse. So <laughs> oh. they only had 12 slots for women because usually women weren't incarcerated just because they were women. They were sent away for hysteria to asylum. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, they were just of course, of course, right. of course. Yeah. So there was the why be incarcerated when you can't help it. You're just a woman. You have a and, uterus. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. your fault. Mm-hmm. So there were there were less slots. So even though it was meant for 72 people in total. There were local businesses going to the sheriff and saying they wanted to use the inmates for free labor. Oh, and cool. so the sheriff <laughs> was letting more inmates come in than 72 so that uh, businesses would pay him under the table for letting them use. His wow. It's almost so, like a prison with corrupt origins continues to no. be corrupt. What? <laughs> <laughs> um they so obviously this led to overpopulation and it was so overpopulated apparently each cell was meant for i saw on one website it was four people per cell and then it was some someone else said six people per cell but apparently overpopulation got so bad it was almost like a dozen people per cell <gasps> oh people started killing each other just to have space just to have more room in their oh, cell. oh dear god and I mean, that's awful, but I get it. Cause I get like, it too. I live in a house with just three other people. And sometimes I'm like, <laughs> if you guys don't get out of this room right now, I'm going to lose my mind. You have when, three people and dogs and a giant pig in your and house. And a giant, yeah. big ass pig. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's only me and my girlfriend in this apartment. And when we all left to do our bathroom break, she was like, why are you in here? So I. <laughs> In the bathroom? Find your space. Oh, no. I went out to the kitchen to grab oh, some Oh, I was like, well, I would also ask if you went into the bathroom. <laughs> okay. We're going at the same time. <laughs> We're sharing. We're sharing. Yeah. Um, so uh, the women's cells, to answer your question, the women were on the first floor and the men were on the top floors after that. Mm. So allegedly some of these women were only brought in, not even because they had done anything criminal but because they were spinsters and didn't have anywhere else to live <laughs> and so they were just brought to the jail oh my god you're not married so we have a place for you and you're like yeah. oh is it like but employment or college nope you're in jail the pink jail you go to the pink, pink house go to the pink prison <laughs> i mean can you imagine your father at the time being like this this wasn't meant to be, but like it's, it's, <laughs> it's to too late for you. <laughs> and uh, oh, oh my best. gosh, but here's something even more horrible is that apparently the women were expected to cook and clean for the whole jail. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me the chair. I'm not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Hell no. Whether or not you were, I mean, all of them were inmates, but whether or not you had done anything wrong, you, you could be a murderer for all they care, but or you were Spencer, expected, right. yeah, or Spencer, the, they run the gamut all in sure. one cell. First of all, can you imagine being the one who just didn't get married? Now you're yeah. just rooming with a murderer. Your crime is that um, a man didn't find you attractive right. is what your your crime is. Or and maybe now, they did and you turned them down yes, and they're like, you should have married you them. Don't want to deal with somebody's shit for the rest of your life. You enjoy being alone. 
but now you have to cook and clean for 70 filthy criminals and the sheriff who lived there with his family oh super i just wow you have no there's no impetus to be good like i'm in here what are you i'm locked up just alongside the murderer just start shanking (laughs) the only uh motivation she had though was that because the sheriff and his family lived there if things weren't up to standard apparently the sheriff i mean he was doing some under the table shady business to begin with but he was a real asshole and so i'm pretty sure if she wasn't cleaning and cooking properly there were like really like maximum punishments being dished out for really small infractions god so i imagine that was the motivation to scrub the floors all day the only food that people were offered there were grits in the morning beans at night and i don't know what this is i tried looking it up online and couldn't figure it out um, if you were working that day, you were also given tack for lunch. T-A-C. Anyone know what that was? Tic-tacs. Tic-tacs. You got one tic-tac for all of your hard work. You may have a red one. We only have heard of that. It's, yeah, I don't know what tack is. I looked it up and it was a bunch of like, I guess it's a phrase in the military for food. And so I don't think it was that. I think it's like a ration type thing. Okay. I feel like it is. I don't know. I'm going to go with Tic Tac because it makes sense that <laughs> Let's like, go with Tic Tac. if you have to work that day, you better be presentable by breath. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, if you're lady. sharing a cell with 12 other people. Nobody, yeah. I imagine showers weren't given to them often. Probably they, not. And also if like people are just going around killing other people in their cell, if you have a Tic Tac in your mouth, you have at least 1% more of a chance. Of yeah, yes, that's true. Or if you pocketed your Tic Tac, you'd be like, please don't kill me. Yeah. and everyone, no one's gonna get somebody to give them a tic tac that's so nice um so there was grits in the morning beans at night and tack if you worked um, grits in the morning beans in the lunchtime here okay so here's where it gets really fucked up though if you wanted to eat any more food you had to hope that if you were out in the prison yard there was an animal and you had to kill them yourself oh my god like, like a like a cow or just like a squirrel like a squirrel i'm a thinking that went to the prison yard i know cows <laughs> jump over the moon but not over the barbed wire fence so well you'd be eating for a really long time if you got a cow but a, you'd be a squirrel large. or a frog yeah that's like a, a one meal and temperature the florida serpent what did you call it the oh the lord serpentarium <laughs> i feel like it's gonna be lizards and frogs just and like gross woodland creatures. Snakes. snakes a lot of snakes well, maybe florida- a gator though I was oh, say, gator gator, nuggets. also you know like frog legs over there eat them at least right so mm-hmm. maybe that, they had that um i uh a snake I, yeah i've had frog legs i've had gator too not bad i'll tell you the last gator, time I, had, I had gator at the texas state fair which is one of my favorite times of year and i got little gator chicken nugget kind of things mm-hmm. they were so good it was so fluffy i was I've never, like you said earlier, you've never been sicker. I thought that it was the end of my life. I was so ill <gasps> and I I was a teenager at the time and I asked my mom, I was like, what's wrong with me? And she was like, you ate a bunch of gator yesterday. <laughs> that is classic, a fair classic Texas illness. Yes. Yeah. Tell yes, me you're from Texas is. without telling me you're from Texas. <laughs> you I got, got the gator gator. I got I, the gator sick. I've had gator, but I've only had really low quality gator. Um, oh, so oh, I just you gotta get those those bougie gators from fancy like the gators. Everglades. Yeah, I, you know, gotta get the gators. souffle from the souffle restaurant. <laughs> yes. Fifty dollar gator souffle. I feel like in Florida there's a lot of options for gator, but in Virginia I have had I've had low class gator, but I've also had high tier squirrel. Oh, and <laughs> I've, also, I've also had high tier. Uh, this is pretty common, but rabbit. I feel like rabbit mm-hmm. and gator kind of taste the same. Okay. 
Not, no, I've never eaten a rabbit. I ate a capybara. People give me a lot of yeah. Heather's stuff. monster and ate a friggin' capybara. Yeah, isn't so that the cute. animal that smiles? What do you? Yeah, yeah I wear sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> oh I didn't God. know. I was visiting Colombia and there was a. I speak Spanish-ish, but I did not know the word for capybara in Spanish. And they just kept going, "It's chiguino," and I said, "I don't know what that is." And they're like, "It's just like meat. It's meat." I was like, "Is it like like pork?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's kind of like pork." No, it's not. <laughs> oh my God, no, it's not. Huh? Then I ate it, and then I. Got back to the Airbnb where I had Wi-Fi because I didn't have Wi-Fi at the time, and I looked it up and I was like, oh, "It happened!" <laughs> oh my no, god! No, I didn't volitionally eat capybara. I was tricked into eating capybara. Okay, but did it taste good? I mean, it was um, it was like a little bit. Uh, it was kind of porkish, but it was more kind of greasier. Oh, Amy? okay. Yeah, a little more gamier. I would not do it again. I live with the guilt every day of my life. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a vegetarian now, but I did used to eat cow tongue. Okay. Mm. My parents in Germany, you eat some weird meat. And yeah, the, the sliced cow tongue they would put on like bread and butter. And mm. it's so gross because you can see like the it muscles. literally looks like. Can you no, see no, that? It's like Oof. really thin. But you can uh, see the like, ta- yeah, like the, the taste buds, like the taste buds. It's oh, I was at a French restaurant and they, it was cow tongue with squid ink sauce. I did not yes. order it. The people I was with, and it was the tongue on the plate, like, eh, and a drizzle of sauce over it. And it, it looks like a person tongue. You can see like the dots. It's mm-hmm. gross. Oh. And then also one time my mom always told us, oh, you're eating kielbasa. I should have known. Um, and it was ostrich. So oh. we used to eat that too. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay, I don't know. Ostrich. It's probably oh, clear it I'm a vegetarian now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the <laughs> ostrich was pretty good. Like, um, like, like, like if you already did the, the heavy lifting. I, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> if you wouldn't eat it you wouldn't eat it if you knew what it was but afterwards if you're like this was really good and someone's like well it was a capybara you've already said it's really good like yeah. you can't take that well, back i've said this before i remember we got like in a heated debate about we this did. forever ago christine but i still stand by it where i'm like i don't support cannibals but like i would like to ask one an honest review about a human mm-hmm. just so i never have to even okay, think but about then i told you it. what the guy said and you were like oh interesting i was like okay but like he also ate like a 16 year old girl and you were like but what did it tastes like we got a big big I, debate and by the way the the i am happy that i have the knowledge i i mean i'm sad i have the knowledge also because mm. something horrible happened but the review that he gave i was shocked i did not expect those to be the answers so what it was what gross it, what, did, what did he say uh, it was, it was the, so it was long the, ago dude it was the corn thing so he he ate <laughs> why did you bring this up em he ate someone's like like the like the meat on their butt their rump oh, why I guess. would you go for butt apparently because it's, it's I, I guess immediate it's is it like a because it was a, a tight muscle or i don't know he ate like the whole mine person, ain't. mine think. sure ain't but, uh, but apparently <laughs> because there's a lot of fat is like sitting in there it, mm. it looks like corn Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's like when they lipo, when they lipo people. It looks yep. kind of like that when it comes out. And yeah. What, and I was like, "Em, are you happy now?" <laughs> I, I was, I was satisfied and very unsatisfied all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, grits, tack, and beans. Let's get back, to, <laughs> back to the grits. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind. Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things. But Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access 
access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink this episode is brought to you by progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly 750 dollars on average plus auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts quote now at progressive.com to see if you could save Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Uh, so they're, they only ate grits and beans, uh, sometimes tack and also sometimes gator, I think. Um, <laughs> there was, again, to, to get back to one of your points you made, there was no running water for hygiene. Uh, there were no toilets. There was only one bucket per cell. And it was, oh. I've seen, I, unless I was looking at like a, um, some sort of like imagined illustration i think i saw a picture of the actual cell with the buckets and they were tiny buckets and like you gotta get to that bucket first (laughs) a dozen men per bucket and Mm -hmm. like and there's no running water to even wash your hands to Mm -hmm. shower they had enough water to drink and that was it um covering that smell Mm -mm. Mm -mm. that Mm -mm. one tic tac is there to save the whole cell i guess Mm -mm. Um, early bird gets the bucket (laughs) so and also my thought too is if there's no running water like you're not cleaning the bucket in between throwouts like oh you know yeah it's just porta potty all the time this is this is hell on earth so many people died from poor sanitation and dysentery shocking Um, Mm -hmm. if you if you had a bed you only had a mattress you did not have blankets you didn't have pillows and the mattresses were made with spot spanish moss so they were infested with chiggers oh so um so they're not mattresses if, it's like plants and you're just sleeping on them. you're sleeping <laughs> on, a, on a hay bale basically <laughs> I imagine if you get up from it somebody's gonna come lay down you know there's 12 or more other people ready right. to just get in there yeah, yeah. right yeah, you only get up if you got to go to the bucket and then you've lost your spot. <laughs> yeah, and then you also have chiggers. I don't know if you've had chiggers. I have. Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. I have. They're, They're awful. They're terrible. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then, of course, the inmates were being beaten, tortured, and starved. Um, sure, 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 sure. They, to make sure that nobody escaped, the sheriff also had attack dogs behind the building to catch people. And in solitary, I don't even think you got a mattress. I think you were just like guaranteed no comfort at all. So it doesn't actually sound much different than what you had anyway. It actually maybe sounds you like, got your own bucket though. That's what yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. So maybe it'd be fight. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly I would take the solitary at that mm-hmm. point. There was maximum security, like a death row section of this jail. It was facing the yard, which had the stocks where you like put your hands and your head mm-hmm. through, the gallows, and the quote torture cage. 
Ooh. Oh, good, good, good. I don't like wow. the sound of that. So while you're in maximum security, that's your only view is just watching other people in stocks oh. and torture cages, I think. And I didn't know what a torture cage was. So uh, apparently in 1920, there was an article in the Butte Daily Bulletin. And the this isn't about the St. Augustine old jail, but this is about Alcatraz. And the headline was, U.S. still uses torture cages at Alcatraz jail. And I'm assuming these are the same torture cages everywhere mm-hmm. else. They're standard the architects, issue. right? So, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very true. So here is a quote from this article just explaining what they are. Prisoners locked in the torture cages must, must stand in a rigid vertical position, unable to move in any direction. So they're just those really narrow cages oh. you've oh, uh, no. become boxed. Uh-huh. Like the Salem witch trials, they have these. Yeah. Apparently the cages are six feet high, not even two inches wide, and not even a foot deep. Wait, not even two inches or two feet uh, wide? Sorry, not even two feet wide. Not two inches, two feet. They were 23 inches wide, and sometimes they were up to 12 inches deep. Um, wow. And also, if you were taller than six feet, that means you were also crouching yes. yeah. for uh, days. So it's like a stand-up coffin? Yeah, yeah but without all smaller. the satin and nice in it yes right a smaller pillow yeah <laughs> and you're coffins. alive yeah, yeah. Cotton sure. part. yeah. coffins can be comfortable uh, you know what <laughs> i would have taken a coffin other than if i had to pick between absolutely the two. alcatraz defended so apparently the headline was like how are they still using this because in 1920 that was considered inhumane barbaric and, mm-hmm. and uh alcatraz defended that they were more humane than solitary confinement because at least if you were outside in an iron cage you were getting air flow versus being down in a oh, damp, nice. dark basement oh, i'm sorry i'd like to move my arms i don't give a fuck about the sun <laughs> exactly <laughs> your vitamin d yeah nah. um, they might have also been called steel straight jackets i saw that that was a reference a lot in the article that makes sense there was no explanation for it it does feel like a steel straight jacket mm-hmm. you're stuck in mm-hmm. iron so it makes me feel panicky just thinking about yeah. this mm-hmm. yeah very claustrophobic and Crunch. also like as someone who always, I already have like a bone or so, like a back or something that's always sore. I can't Same. imagine being stuck in a place where I can't stretch. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also, again, Florida outside and you're just yeah. yes. stuck. Right. Not, you can't Swap smack other. a mosquito on your arm. Oh, the bugs. Oh. And they're at, you know, you can't bend and they're getting your ankles. Yeah. Your face. Oh. I mean, I guess if it's Alcatraz and there's the sea breeze, that might that's be a little true. bit different. But Salty Florida. Mm-mm. Oh, God. So I also mentioned the gallows earlier, and they were made for each individual inmate's death. I hate when so, they do this. So creepy. Uh, I also heard one reference where the inmates themselves had to build their own gallows. Wow. So God. either you're building your the, the thing that's going to kill you, or you were sitting in maximum security watching other people build your execution site the day before you were going to die. Either way is horrible. Torture. Yeah. yeah. And they also very often miscalculated or mismeasured when they were building it. And so, quote, if not done right, the person being hanged could be decapitated or in these cases suffer from dangling strangulation. Oh, Oh. great. Because I guess though, based on your weight, the rope has to be a certain length. Mm -hmm. So they just never put that into account and people were dying even more horrifically because mm-hmm. um, you have kind of amateurs coming through you know the, if it's the first and only one that they build then they yeah they're not doing yeah. it right and it's just more suffering also if you're building your own maybe you're trying to fuck it up on purpose yeah you think oh i'll get out but you don't really know 
yeah. build it a couple feet too long. Yeah, and they're <laughs> several feet just and loose, <laughs> and then just yeah. yank it off and run. But I don't. I think probably check it. Scalas is five feet tall. What? Are <laughs> right. Also, not to be too insensitive, but like, is someone monitoring you making your own gallows? Like, are you watching like a Skillshare video on this? Like, yeah, like, like, right? how, do like how do I do this? Or mm-hmm. you know, anyway. So the rumor has it that the inmates had to build it themselves, or. Either way, it was just being miscalculated. One of the men that did go to the gallows, he went to this jail for beheading his wife with a straight razor. Oh, dear. Well, we don't feel too bad for him being in those conditions then. Yeah. But he also, like, I, that just, I can't even imagine the time commitment it took to do that. Yeah, that's heinous. You have have to really want to, that's a passionate hate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's only eight documented deaths, probably many more, um, especially since people were allegedly being killed in the cells all the time. But there's only eight documented ones. I think those are the eight that went to the gallows. Mm. Um, everyone else, this, they were they were just sh- like, whatever. I feel like the sheriff is just covering stuff up, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, He's bribing people. He's, he's loaning human beings out as mm-hmm. machines. I don't mm-hmm. think he gives a fuck about files. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think he just was. He got lazy about He's like, I'll write them down one day. And then he just forgot. Mm-mm. This... Allegedly, after by like the eighth death, they realized that the gallows thing wasn't working. And so they discontinued um, killing people on site. But still, eight people had to deal with that. The jail was closed in 1953. It's apparently now a museum. And it's also a historic landmark. And it has a ghost tour called the After Dark Investigative Tour, Mm. where it's 45 minutes. A tour guide brings you down. And they give you four different pieces of ghost hunting equipment. And so you can play with those during your stay and uh, see if anything, if any alarms get set off or if you catch anything. So what I always, you, what's the best piece of ghost hunting equipment? Ooh, there's a lot. Um, I like the spirit box. The spirit box is pretty cool. Voice, it speaks to you out mm-hmm. through the radio waves. The honestly, the best one out there, which is also the hardest one to get, which by the way, I never told you, Christine, the reason I drink is because we did not make, no! we didn't get the, I, I thought know. you were gonna announce it now. We didn't get the eBay purchase. Uh, oh, so what we've were been you trying, trying to find to one for years? We've been trying to find oh. one for years. They only show up every now and then because they've been discontinued, but they're known as like the piece of ghost hunting equipment, and it's called an Ovulus Three, and oh. it's a spirit box, but it's a silent one, so it doesn't give that really annoying sound. And basically, it allows ghosts to manipulate radio frequencies and speak through the the machine to you but oh. it also has like a microsoft sam voice so you don't have to hear through a radio and guess what the word is it'll mm-hmm. say the word and show it on a screen it'll, like, for you. Dictate oh that's it. cool oh, that's and don't great. be fooled there's an ovulus four that's like not not None as of, high quality there's obvious i think all there's now like an ovulus seven now or something oh but there's do, the only three. one that people care about is the three and it's like a thousand dollars starting it's really hard to find. And I, I found one r- and right before our birthday. So I was going to try to surprise Christine with it. And there was this huge bidding war oh. and it and was like, how high can I put the eBay bid? And <laughs> I was deductible. like, don't ask me. I'm going to say like 30 grand. It's deductible. <laughs> big trouble. It what did it end up going for? It went for uh, like four grand. It was Whoa. like wild. Holy so shit. yeah. Anyway, so the best one is the Ovulus 3, but mm. um, the Spirit Box in general is really fun. The, that's one of the ones that they give you on this tour. Okay. They also give you um, like a, um, a thermal imager so you can see heat signatures if there's temperature mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. They give you an EMF detector, which reads electromagnetic energy. Uh, to It's a good yes or no game with, mm-hmm. for ghosts where you can say, oh, make this machine light up if 
It's a yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you were going to say HP printer. Oh, no, not actually oh, everyone's yeah. wearing dark great, red great dresses. <laughs> actually, honestly, now we might bring a printer to the next ghost you investigation. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you don't have an Ovulus 3, you might as well go all the way back to the printer and just like, start there for technology. Uh-huh. Start with a fax machine, see how far you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then there was something else. I don't remember that they gave you during the tour, but you could play around with it. And I always like a good ghost tour when they offer equipment. I always think that's more fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's much better. Yeah. If you can hear knocking, that is um, a ghost. child. Ghost. A ghost. That's the child upstairs that lives in my apartment. She hey, loves to run, and then she also loves to fall, and then she loves to cry and scream afterwards. So. You think she she puts her ear down to the floor and she goes, "Oh, I hear a ghost story." Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, actually, that's pretty genius too. It's my I don't time know. To shine. I don't know what her. I swear, her parents give her a hammer as a toy and like hang on the floor, hang yeah. on the floor. It'd be so fun. Anyway. I hate that child. Um, <laughs> I get she's a kid, but like, I really, there's no child I've ever disliked so much. Um, so where were we? Oh, so the tours. So the jail closed in 1953. It's a museum, historical landmark, and it has ghost tours. These are some of the things that people claim to experience there. People hear footsteps. They hear chains dragging. They hear dogs barking, which I uh, I guess we assume is the sheriff's attack dogs. Mm-hmm. Voices talking to each other in the cells and angry whispering. Wow. Other visitors have said that they hear a woman laughing in one of the cells, um, like maniacal laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another, a man laughing in the sheriff's office. There are screams and yells throughout the entire jail. A little girl has been heard laughing in the office, which I hate little kids laughing as ghosts. I just, what are you laughing at? I feel so insecure (laughs) now. It's probably me. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, you're just making fun of my shirt or something. Yeah, kids are brutally honest. They, even ghost kids, they (laughs) will tear you down. Yeah, have nothing to lose. Cuts to the core. (laughs) They're just, there was a little kid uh, that I, when I was like 13, I was, it was like that age where I started babysitting children. I remember I, there was a little girl that went up to me and went, why are you so ugly? And I was like, Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> Yikes. I was like, you are my first and last child I'm ever watching. Uh, my friends <laughs> that are teachers will tell me, yeah, that the, the kids will be like, you look bad. What, what's wrong with your face? There's I was like, no send filter. them to the office. <laughs> no filter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then apparently people also hear the uh, a man humming Swing Low Sweet Chariot. Mm-hmm. Also so bad. So, sc- also so, so bad. It's an eerie mm-hmm. song, yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on how slow it's being hummed, it's, mm-hmm. it just gets worse yeah. and worse. Visitors also say that they report uh, the smell of either something really, really sweet that makes, like, so sweet it makes them nauseous, or the smell of something rotting. Well, that Which, makes sense. There's buckets everywhere. <laughs> like going into a Bath and Body Works. Right. <laughs> I was trying to think of an example that so stayed perfect. Yes. It's either a Bath and Body Works or a pot, porta potty. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, although I do think it's interesting that both of those things have been, both of those words have been used to describe the smell of death. Oh. Yeah, sweet. That sweet smell. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to rethink um, my body spray. Yeah. <laughs> By the cherry, way, Bath and Body Works smells like death. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, people also say that they feel their clothes getting yanked. They feel someone this is the worst blowing on their neck. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Which like, why? Like, what's the point? What mm-hmm. are you getting out of that? I mean, if you're a ghost though, probably that's a really, 
Yeah, that's a good way. If you slap someone that's in the face, one. it's going to piss them off. But if you go, like, they're like, oh, what that's was that? scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. The ultimate yeah. reaction. I yeah. feel like that's a ghost that truly just wants you to feel so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. now you don't know when it's coming again. You know what's happened before. Now yes. you have to be like this for the rest yes. of the time. You're just tensed yeah. up. You can't enjoy your tour. Professional mm. ghosts. Uh, so blowing on your neck, people have been grabbed. They've been pushed out of cells and they've also been tripped out of cells. So they've would like swear that there was something that they just like kind of awkwardly stepped over and nothing was there. Okay. But to be fair, every time I trip, I'm like, no, there was something in the, (laughs) it was a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) That crack in my own house came out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) The stairs weren't there yesterday. (laughs) Uh, people are one tour guide actually said he's been gut punched while oh. in the middle of giving a tour god oh jeez <laughs> can you imagine being a guest on that <laughs> tour <laughs> it's just like, well you gotta go to hr look to the right oh, yeah. you have to go to hr and be like i need to complain i was punched at work today and they're like we can't what, what file are we gonna write this <laughs> if it's a workers comp claim <laughs> exactly if i saw the person i was trusting with my safety get gut punched <laughs> by an unknown force I would be holding my own stomach for the rest mm-hmm. of the day. Being like, I can't wait to leave. You got to go stomach, neck, because you're covering your neck from yeah. the blowing and the, yeah. The ghosts are professional. So sad. There's also, well, if your stomach and your neck weren't overly protected enough, there's also been reports of icy cold hands sliding from your neck down to down the back of your shirt. Mm-hmm. These ghosts are handsy. They mm-hmm. are. Really yeah. like mm-hmm. grabbing on you. Mm-hmm. Also, like the only thing worse than a cold hand is like a damp hand, like a cold, mm, like a moist hand, hand like a clammy <laughs> hand. You know, if yeah. it's Florida, clammy. it's a moist hand. It's a moist yeah. hand in Florida. I sure. only mention it it's because the it's moist hand. That's right. <laughs> I only mention it because they, the internet tells me it's cold hands, but I know it's wet hands. Mm, I know it's it gotta is. Gotta be clammy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, other people have experienced overwhelming sadness or anger. And when they're alone in the cells, people have also felt really lonely in certain areas of the jail. And apparently there's a little girl named Sarah in the kitchen, mm. um, which I know nothing else about that. I didn't even find that in any articles. I found that on a YouTube video, but apparently this person who went on the tour said that she had the most fun trying to talk to Sarah in the kitchen. Mm. And so I'm imagining horror i don't know why but i just i feel like she's almost like so scary you like don't want to talk about her i just assume if a an entity tries to say i'm a little child or i'm your grandma i was like it's a demon trying to trick me into giving it energy every time thousand percent Mm -mm. Uh, there are people who obviously this is my least favorite thing is they see shadow figures one of them is pacing the kitchen all the time so they'll just see it going Mm -hmm. back and forth through the doorway there's another person walking around in the office, which I guess would be the sheriff because that was his office. Another person is just sitting in a chair staring at you. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. And then one apparition is said to hide in a corner and watch you. Another crouches. The crouch. I was going to say, tell me there's not a crouching one. Oh, there's always. always a crouching or a crawling. Mm-hmm. The cra- like crawling. Even, even as a live mm-hmm. as a, a live person, why would you ever crouch? Crouching is no good. <laughs> Nothing good comes from that. Oh, it hurts. And you got to get back up. If you like, go yeah. down, you got to go back up. Oh, yeah. I go down and just go further. I just fall right <laughs> on my ass. Stay. Yes. Yeah. I, Stay there. I just told Christine, I just had a, a birthday party a couple of days <laughs> ago. And uh, one of my friends brought a pinata full of candy and so it was me and a bunch of like either 30 or about to turn 30 year olds and we were so excited about the candy we all like dove to the ground to grab the candy and all of us 
on the way down we're like yes. and then like once we got down there we were like how on earth are we getting up yeah it's hard no coming back it was like no. our nine-year-old brains like took the situation by storm and then <laughs> by and then our 30-year-old knees were like i know your you bodies were your like fucking knees <laughs> And yeah. then later you're like, I could have just bought this candy. Like, <laughs> go to Walgreens. Nine cents, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So crouching is just a no go for me for the rest of time. Nope. But this very limber apparition will uh, crouch and then stand up and walk through the wall. Mm-hmm. And then just to leave you on this, there is the crawler. Nope. Mm. Like I fucking either. knew it. I was like, something is telling <laughs> also, me. Also, crawling as an adult is very hard to do. I mean, like, try to army crawl through your house and just see how far you get. Not there's no, far. there's no shag carpeting in this prison. Like, no, it's concrete. Yeah, goat or goat knee pads. Yeah. I don't know why I make the situation so much worse for myself, but when I think crawling as like a ghost or a demon, I think of it like what could be a more twisted demonic version of crawling. And then I think of the crab walk where yeah. like, they're yeah. scuttling. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, apparently it's a human shaped shadow figure that crawls on the floor and follows you from room to room. I mean, no. I would really rather, I don't, I don't know, jump out the iron glass window. Yeah. <laughs> Squeeze through those bars. I can't mm-hmm. fathom this. Anyway, this building is listed in the national directory of haunted places, which I didn't know existed, but now I need a, a hard copy. Um, <laughs> I need some binders. <laughs> that is the story of the St. Augustine Ooh. jail. Yay. Oh, the crawler it. will haunt my dreams. The crawler's no good. <laughs> I want to go on a tour though. I do. Yeah, yeah, I I want to. I'm glad it's only 45 minutes because some other places I report, they're like, "Oh, if you want, you can stay here for six hours by yourself." And I'm like, "No, oh, I don't think you understand. No, that's not what I meant." <laughs> Once I see the crawler, like I'm out. I just I want wanna, to leave. I want to peek my head in and then just like and then leave. That's all I want. You can get a feel for it. You know, it's fine. It's plenty of time. I get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> so show me pictures on Yelp. That's all I really need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Well. I now have a crime story. Okay, speaking of being old, hold on. I, okay, you're, you're not old. You're just pregnant. Yeah, yeah, you have. You're carrying two people up yeah. when you push you're yourself off the chair. Yeah, I there's no also excuse. that. I just yell my old bones all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Something old yeah. cracker pop. Mm-hmm. I do feel really elderly. I walk around with my hand on my back, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm grandma Mm -hmm. (sighs) anyway well i have a crime story and this is actually a texas crime story oh and it's in houston um so it's not it's not dallas but we're not that far from Houston. it's fine neighbors enough yeah yeah (laughs) my favorite is if if a friend's like i'm coming to houston for work can we grab lunch i was like "Mm." that's yeah the (laughs) only bit of a long lunch i'll leave leave at 4 a.m so we can (laughs) make i'll take a long weekend (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. my friends in virginia where it was just a small enough state you could get pretty at least up and down you get from top to bottom in like a couple hours mm-hmm. and now when my friends are like oh i'm in san francisco like let's get together and i'm like that is six hours away yeah. like, <laughs> not, that is not what's happening we can skype thanks yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh we the only reason i know anything about texas geography is that we did a couple we did two tours now in texas yeah. and um i was always the driver i would get the rental car and uh 
those highways. I tell oh, you, yeah. I was like, why is this entrance like backwards? And there were I mean, it was so many trucks and SUVs, and we were like our little LA selves, like, oh my god, in a little it's intimidating Honda. I was in it was Fort Worth and saw a horse on the highway, so it's oh. wild. <laughs> he was exiting, but it was oh, right. don't worry, he was getting off. Did he, getting he, off. Did, he <laughs> did he wag his tail to the right? Yeah, he was so going, you knew tick, he was getting tick, off. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Imagine so and we drove all over Texas. We went to a lot of Bucky's. Oh um, yeah. Oh, that's our place. We love Bucky's. I'm sure. I know. I just heard you guys talking about that on your most we recent. We talk episode. about it like kind of mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> we same. So do we. So do we. I feel like half of my clothes are Bucky's shirts, and like I feel like if you're in Texas, you're just like, okay, yeah, it's Bucky's. But like as someone who doesn't go there all the time, it's like we're there for a live show, and we go for Bucky's. We're like, like, we leave <laughs> early to go. No, as you way. should. Even in to. Texas, we are still like, oh, it's Bucky's. We got to go. Happy that the magic's oh, yeah. still alive. Oh, for oh, sure. Very much. There. Very much. Yes. No, when they I put a new bought my Christmas presents for other people. At See, that's the way to do it. <laughs> you have clothes it. for yeah. your kids from Bucky's. I do. I do. Yes. Yeah. I brought a snacks. I brought beaver nuggets to Christmas that Christy had given me, and I shared uh-huh. them with my family. And you, they didn't care that I was there. They were like nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put the a best. new Bucky's in and my mom and her friend were like, well, we're, we're, I'm not going to be home on Wednesday. Cause Diane and I are going out to the Bucky's. I was like, that's just like your day trip. That's you need dream. to go. Anytime we dream, anytime we gone to Texas and had, uh, <laughs> our meet and greets, we end up with like 16 bags of beaver nuggets. Yes. Like, so so then I sit in the hotel room drunk, like just drinking the rest of the wine from the live show and like eating beaver nuggets and oh, what a time. <laughs> It's That's trying to pack all these Bucky's Yolo. souvenirs. Next time y'all come through, we're gonna we'll all be there together. Yeah, yes. I, would yes. love to I would love that live show of all four of us Bucky's. at Bucky's. How fun would that? <laughs> Wait a minute! Don't even oh my god! Wouldn't that be amazing? Call quickly! Call the, call the agents. <laughs> Heather, call did w- any? <laughs> Heather, didn't your coworker see someone get married at? Bucky's? I did. There's Shut photos up. on the internet. I'll find the pictures and send them to y'all. But someone did a Bucky's wedding at Bucky's. That's genius. <laughs> Next level. Yeah. They also earlier. made Bucky because you know there's a giant statue of Bucky out right. front of the Bucky's, and right now I don't know if he still is, but he was wearing a giant mask, a mask. that somebody made for mm-hmm. him. Someone that. had that job. They're yeah. like, you gotta <laughs> go measure that? and make a mask for Bucky. So it, yeah, we, it's not as like iconic, I guess, but in LA we have like a Ripley's Museum, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, mm-hmm. and we have this like. I guess the a life size dinosaur head on the roof of the building, and so oh. you see like a dinosaur like coming out from the store, mm-hmm. and the dinosaur has a mask, and I'm like that has to be a bed sheet, like it has to be a tarp, <laughs> like <laughs> like what's the largest piece of fabric that exists, uh-huh. and that has to be what's at least going in on. LA. Like every every prop house you call is like that's the least weird thing we've ever made. It's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. so true. We so get you true. dinosaur mask by three p.m. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I used to get. So so many weird requests working in our in the prop house that at this point if someone said i need a, a mask that will fit a dinosaur's face it'd be like that sure we already sure. have three in stock got it Don't yeah worry. exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway so i have a, a houston story but all right you know what i recognize it's not the same but there's probably a bucky's on the way too there is there are so, several yep several perfect so this is the story of the houston icebox murders do you guys know Ooh, this one? not familiar Okay, good. Because I, I went through all your episodes. And no, we have not covered this. Okay. I tried to make sure I typed it. I like that we all did our uh, due we diligence did our, on Yeah, we did a little research. 
Amazing. Mm -hmm. So this is an unsolved case from Houston, and it took place in 1965. We're going back to 1965 when elderly couple Fred and Edwina Rogers, who are 81 and 72, had seemingly dropped off the face of the earth. Mm. Uh, They hadn't answered their phone in days and knocks from concerned relatives had no answer. uh, And they had a nephew named Marvin Marlin. And I wrote to myself in my notes, this is not a typo because I I probably would have assumed Marvin Marlin. Like, there's no Uh, way. And he's like, it's for Christ's sake, it's my name. Please stop. (laughs) So their nephew, Marvin Marlin, uh, grew increasingly concerned and finally asked police to do a welfare check. So two Houston officers arrived at the apartment and after receiving no answers, kicked the door in. They took a look around and one of the really unfortunate officers opened the fridge. Oh, And he saw what he initially thought were stacks of packaged hog meat. Oh, Oh, shit. Boy, Uh Uh, It turns out they took a look around and took it out thinking, (laughs) oh, well, they just are really into hunting or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, the Amarillo Globe Times reported the next day, quote, on all the shelves and in the freezer compartment were the dismembered bodies (gasps) cut in unwrapped, washed off pieces smaller than individual joints. Wait a minute. Can you repeat that? What size was all all these pieces? Smaller than individual joints. So nothing was like larger than. Everything was cut into like a filet. It's it's own like a sirloin. Yeah. So, okay. My first thought is this is like a butcher or someone who does go hunting a lot to be able to know how to make that many sizes. And methodical. Cut what in what order? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were two of them. So. It's a lot. Had the commitment. I mean, if yeah, I had you to, need an extra deep freeze for that. Yeah, <laughs> if a I had, garage if, freezer. If I had to cut up a body, it would definitely be like in the weirdest shaped chunks because I terrible. wouldn't know what to do. So mm-hmm. this already feels very like this was well thought out. My, I would do one and then be like, "That's a lot." I, I yeah, give up. it's hard for me to do Exhausting. a task without knowing the end. Like I have ADHD, so I need to see a finished task. Hey, ADHD <laughs> gang, I have to see a finished task in order to work towards that. I can't conceptualize future things. So yeah, like if you're so building yeah. a gallows for yourself, correct. You I would need to see a gallows start like correct completed project. Got yeah, it. or at least see somebody else's i need a like a lego version manual mm-hmm. of like each little piece Anything. one by one mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i'm the person who immediately throws the instructions away and then like just doesn't see i'm the it. total opposite and i have to read through all of the instructions before i start and then i'd be oh like okay now i know I how to dismantle like a that. body <laughs> chris yeah. i got it christine and i uh whenever i've hung out with her and i've oh, watched her build anything it's it's the most chaotic experience <laughs> like she i've watched her just like like take a hammer and nail to things that never needed those two tools i'm like, like there's what a are pre-screwed you? hole like what is happening <laughs> like i used to like, like m's favorite the curtains stories. tell yeah. the curtains well okay there were curtains and i thought i don't want to spend the time to screw up these curtain rods because it takes a lot of time and leveling so instead i just hammered nails into the wall and just stuck it on there i worked just fine thank you very much oh and you just rest the bar the atop the, the nails yeah I, I you know what like, that's a nice little design hack thank you it does i will give her credit in that it worked but like the part of me where i like am such a rule follower when things mm-hmm. like come packaged mm-hmm. i was just like this is so not what's supposed to happen that would make my eye twitch <laughs> heather knows i'm yeah. a big rule follower and if anything is out of uh the ordinary like that i i can't relax i like em did a arts and crafts thing for us once and we have it all on video oh. so it's on youtube i think it's our patreon but um 
we did like this space camp for Eva's birthday and I, we were doing crafts and M was just getting so angry at me because like <laughs> there was just like glue in my mouth and like <laughs> coming off my hair and M was like Christine like because Emma's being like the parent at the party like giving out like here's a plate for you mm-hmm. and some that is me for you mm-hmm. and oh, Eva yeah. was like look at this beautiful like spirograph thing I made and I'm like here's where I live on this planet and there's lemons and <laughs> my there's hand is glued to the plate yeah, exactly. I, I will say there's a there is a special place like in hell but also here for like people like Christine <laughs> because like it when it came to that arts and crafts project though I was so in my head about it I couldn't I I was so frustrated the whole time that it wasn't mm-hmm. turning out how I wanted and Christine was just like kind of just throwing shit together and it ends up being beautiful and like mm-hmm. same with same with building things where I'm like that is not how that's supposed to happen Christine and it works mm-hmm. anyway so like yeah you're not about. The same, you, you really I have am. to I, I took a rat taxidermy class what well, was a oh, mouse sure. taxidermy class and they had everything you were talking about your ma- your little mouse that my you little have. mouse rat bitter Ginsburg and the person next to me was just loose was just going for it and it was stressing me out because I was like there are steps that we need to be taking in order Mm -hmm. and then she made a cute little bed for it and it was ended up like you said the art on the other side of it i was like we all have our own art processes and i just need to accept yeah (laughs) very type a that's hard to uh see like when we do arts and crafts my daughter and i she's three and a half so you know it's you but i'm like like I have to really stop myself and be like, but don't you want to, you know, um, color in the lines, color in the lines, or maybe, um, like she drew a rainbow the other day and it was just, um, a, it was vertical. And I was like, okay, (laughs) this is cool. Um, yeah. So I have to, you, Christine and my daughter would have great arts and crafts. This is really great. Cause now that I'm expecting a child, I'm sort of like, Blaze is a Capricorn and he's very grounded and level. I'm a Capricorn. There you go. See, mm-hmm. and he works in medicine and I'm like, he's just very like, but you know, he like knows me mm-hmm. and I'm just one again, who just like burns the instruction manual. So nobody can look at it and then like mm-hmm. tries to figure it out. And it's kind of crooked, but it Christine works. is such, I mean, in the, in the nicest way is such a mess. And like, I, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like, you're going to be such a fun mom because oh, yes. they're going to be like, I want to splatter paint the floor. And you'll be like, why the fuck have like, you done that do yet? Like, I yeah, actually have right already now. done that. So you know what? <laughs> do it where I did it. We'll just add to and that, that you raise really creative free thinkers when you have that kind of parenting approach Let's so your kid's so. gonna be great yeah that's absolutely. what i'm gonna say anytime Blaze is like pulling his own hair out <laughs> like, like, they're a free thinker yeah. <laughs> look how open-minded they are mm-hmm. yikes anyway so on that note somebody who was not me very carefully dismembered these bodies and put oh, them right. in very very carefully <laughs> pre-packaged uh, they're a free thinker okay Do you, oh wait they're, they're not they're not a free thinker. They're extremely organized. Um, no, it's to me. a scary degree. To yeah. a scary degree, yes. Uh, not that I'm comparing all three of you to like serial killers, but <laughs> I mean, when oh, you look at that that end result, you have to tell yourself this isn't the first time they've done this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It seems mm-hmm. way too uh, prepared. Mm-hmm. So they also opened the vegetable crisper and found two heads, and <gasps> that. Is how they knew this Ooh. these were the bodies of fred and edwina rogers how big was the vegetable crisper must have been pretty damn big or maybe they yeah. had two drawers oh. oh yeah we have two in our fridge but i don't think you'd it'd be a hard fit to shove a head in there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. think of it probably oh my god <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I picture Texas, everything's bigger. I'm like, maybe the vegetable crust. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. So unfortunately, their organs were nowhere to be found. So mm. they had all the like 
limbs and things like that, but they could not find the insides of the bodies. Mm-mm. So Edwina had been actually shot in the head and Fred had been bludgeoned to death with a hammer. Fuck. The killer had then dragged their bodies to the bathroom where they were drained of blood, chopped into pieces and stacked neatly in the fridge. Um, and according to the medical examiner, as we've already guessed, this was pretty uh, meticulous and organized by mm-hmm. someone who knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And a search for the missing organs first turned up empty until a few days later when they turned up in a nearby sewer and oh, they God. figured out they had been flushed down the toilet. Oh, that's I didn't see that coming. I thought I it was did not either. Are they took market it. selling the organs? Nope. <laughs> Just okay. in the toilet. Oh, God. Yeah. I yeah. am surprised that all went down. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lot to happen I, in one afternoon. Like what's the biggest organ? And also how like how maybe Heart, I guess like, liver, the brain. brain. Did they brain. cut that up? Well the heads oh, were. Oh, maybe in the, the head was yeah, the brain. Oh, was that's true. I was thinking yeah. just from neck to parts. But just the so, thought of like putting your intestines again, in the toilet and mm-hmm. I was gonna say again though, this clearly is a person that knows that, that is a you can do that. I mean, or they're yeah, a risk taker. Down. Yeah, yeah, or they're a risk taker. But that <laughs> it seems very uh, prior knowledge. Prior, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say for maybe the organs weren't even. I mean, I guess they were so meticulous. I would think that they were prepared. But mm-hmm. maybe they got to the organs and they're like, "Oh, I didn't even." And they're already mm-hmm. in the bathroom, and they were like, "Well, <laughs> flush yeah, it down I, the toilet." I guess yeah. this works. Could be. Mm-hmm. Um, so as for the crime scene itself, shockingly, it was nearly immaculate. The home had been cleaned after the murders and there was barely any blood to be found, which I think mm. to me is the most shocking part. Yeah. yeah. Then again, again the this one person me all over the floor. So I, I don't know. But uh, so what little blood was discovered led to the bedroom of none other than Fred and Edwina's 43 year old son, Charles Rogers. Oh, dun, dun, dun. so Charles himself was a very smart cookie. He spoke seven languages. He had a degree in nuclear physics Whoa. and he worked as a pilot in the Navy before serving in the office of Naval Intelligence. But despite his career success, he had recently abruptly quit his job without any explanation in 1957 Uh-oh. and became a recluse, according to Houstonia magazine. Mm. And after quitting his job, he moved in with his parents and only communicated with them via notes slipped under the bedroom door. Um, Oh, yeah. He's struggling with something. He's struggling. Mm -hmm. He would tell them when he wanted food and they would bring into his room. And yeah, so he actually had a hot plate in his attic bedroom um, and a collection of ham radios and some clothes. But that's all they could find. Um, They also found a bloody keyhole saw nearby uh, that they assumed to be like the tool used to dismember ah, the body. Wow. Um, yeah. So they, pl- no sign of, no sign of Charles. No sign of Charles. Mm-hmm. Poof. Gone. Left all his shit behind. Uh, so once police had zeroed in on Charles, um, an international manhunt commenced because as you just suggested, he had left all his precious uh, hot plates behind and disappeared. <laughs> and he's a pilot. If we're, pilot profiling, yeah. if we're profiling who did this, it's somebody that is meticulous and a physicist and a pilot are very meticulous. Yes. And careers. Very, wow. Yeah. I had to think yeah. things through. Yeah. Also, I would think as a pilot, you know, you can fly away from the situation. Yes. Yeah. You know how to leave. We talked about that. Which one were or some episode we were just like, you could just get in a plane and go wherever you want. Probably Denver oh, Airport. Yeah, it was. You could yeah. just. If you have, if you have your, if you have a plane, license. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have That's a really license s- and a plane. Good point. Yeah. And I bet back then, I mean, nowadays I'm, I feel like most places are probably more meticulous about yeah. like who's leaving the air air strip I don't don't an air, well, if you go to like a small airport though a lot of times oh, the true, pilots yeah. they leave their keys in the, the plane 
which is crazy to really? me. Figure, well, people don't know how to turn them on. It's like, it's not that it's a crank <laughs> engine. It's, you gotta, there's some levers and whatnot and things. You gotta move it to where it's in the right spot. But it, for the but most part, it's how to do it. Yeah. Reasonably yeah. similar. Yeah. Across one of, planes. One of my friends, I mean, nowadays, I, I, I guess planes are different, but my, one of my best friends is a pilot and he's been like, literally planes are the, the key to start a plane is literally like a car key. Like, yeah, it's like, you just, <laughs> crank and it up. he flies like commercial airline. Like he flies, yeah. flies like, I don't know about yeah. personal planes, but I, I, that fun fact, by the way, that just shocks me that like you get on a Delta plane and someone's just turning on the ignition like they're like car where's the keys you got them i lost them you didn't put them on the hook they go on the key hook they have always have that's half the time planes are late it's because they didn't know put the keys back they didn't know where the keys just like me because somebody got your tile tracker on it so you can find it i was literally about to say they're they're like looking around with their phones so yeah he had disappeared potentially in an airplane and spoiler alert for the end he has never been found or seen again Whoa. That sounds like the end, but it is far from it because turns out at some point during his post-naval career as, by the way, a seismologist for Shell Oil Company. So he also worked as an expert in, I guess, plate tectonics. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Earthquakes. I have no clue. Uh, Seismology. He had met a man named Fred Ferry, who would later be suspected of involvement in the plot to assassinate President John F. Kennedy. It all comes back together. Uh, always John F. Kennedy's always the. I feel like always the 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 thing the, in the middle that the man up- that invented the shrimp dart that took out JFK. <laughs> <laughs> We love a good JFK conspiracy. They're We're right down the street from where he was assassinated. Oh, well, really? there you go. Oh, yeah. So, We're just 10 minutes away from it. On my oh first my date God. with Paris, we were in the West End and we like had our first kiss. And he's like, do you want to walk around downtown? I was like, we are like a block from the grassy knoll. And he was like, oh, OK, yeah, we can go How there. How romantic. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's, that's when you, it's just right. like you got to show all your cards. That yeah. First. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I want to let's go to the grassy knoll that's and talk about theories. Do you know about the JFK theory with QAnon? are you familiar with that? i heard repeat it though he so they think so QAnon, just like super short logline version of this we did three episodes on it oh i haven't listened to them oh did you oh yeah yeah we didn't we did i think just one episode we did one but it was a while back we did an entire month of jfk stuff Mm -hmm. oh okay well so jf so QAnon is like the the anonymous redditor who mm-hmm. apparently is like giving secrets from the government out to the world and a lot of people think that that is jfk and a lot of people oh. also think that jfk first of all never died um he was in hiding and now he is actually donald trump's right hand man and is going to propel him back into the presidency and he's doing all the behind the scenes campaigning right now that we don't know about like Very it's one thing to say that was JFK Jr., but JFK, first of all, would be a thousand years old. Yeah. And there was very <laughs> well kept records that his body was dying. I mean, he was ill. He yeah, had all kinds of sick. stuff wrong with him. They yeah. injected him with like amniotic fluid. They were injecting him with like all kinds of uppers exactly. and downers. Yeah, he was he was having a rough time. So mm-hmm. if I did when we were doing the Princess Diana episodes, I went down this TikTok hole where they were like Princess Diana is really alive. And then I was like, oh, OK, I can like kind of get behind this. And they were like, and she lives on an island. And I was like, mm, and they're like with JFK. And I was like, all right, oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> it always comes back. to all, JFK. And then mm-hmm. it was like and then it was QAnon. And they're like and they're fighting the global elite. And I was like, all right, I'm <laughs> now, done I'm a lizard person, too. Yeah, okay. I'm mm-hmm. down 
down the wrong TikTok hole right there. I had to listen to myself. The best of us. JFK conspiracies are like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like yes, very quickly, completely. it gets it gets back to JFK. Yeah, I mean, really, like you're just reading this murder, and it's like anyway. Also, he was never found again, but maybe he murdered JFK. Like, there it I is. Guess, but maybe anybody did. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's Houston, so it's Ted Cruz's dad. That was it. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Just somehow linked to this, I'm sure. But so, yeah, they said uh, he had met this guy who would actually be suspected of involvement in the plot. Like he was actually investigated. And so remember how I said he had like become a recluse all of a sudden and mm. had quit his job. Mm-hmm. So some people believe that it was so it was around, right around that time that JFK was assassinated. And they believe maybe he had some sort of involvement and was trying to mm. hide. And there's a book called The Man on the Grassy Knoll by John R. Craig and Philip A. Rogers. And they argue now just this is a lot. (laughs) Just Just a warning. Uh I'm sure we all know it's going to be a lot. But they argue that Charles was a CIA agent until the mid 80s, having helped murder John F. Kennedy before hiding out in his parents' home. Uh, They also argue that Fred and Edwina had been listening in on his phone calls. And as in every cliche spy novel, they knew too much. So they had to be killed. But then I'm like, and also chopped up into pieces and (laughs) flushed down the toilet. It seems Mm -hmm. like it it falls apart for me, the theory. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it seems to. Why wouldn't you just fake a home invasion? You know, and and if you work for the CIA, you'd think they'd be able to kind of pull that off or like yeah. they put ricin in their tea i just watched breaking bad so. yes exactly <laughs> but you know it's something like where they would just make them disappear as opposed to making it the complete opposite the of opposite that. of that yeah yes. well, and, and especially if you murder jfk like don't you think you could murder your own parents and get hide the bodies or like yeah, if you or just fake it so it looks like they're old like they're older people and you Mm -hmm. put ricin in it they just look like heart attack there was a murder in dallas that was like that where older people were dying and it just everyone (gasps) just assumed that it was just old age well it turns out it was a serial killer but it it's because nobody they didn't immediately suspect it was a serial killer because nobody's body was chopped up and Mm -hmm. disposed of in this really gruesome way yeah it's less suspicious because they were just kind of found in their beds or found on their couches and they're like oh their heart gave out or something yeah Mm -hmm. but in this case it's very clearly a third party actor came in it wasn't a physical ailment that took them out so if he was yes. some cia spy he was terrible at his he was job. very bad also right. like if your whole thing is you just want to get i'm assuming you he wanted to get away with this why would you leave all of their body in the freezer and the yeah. fridge? like why wouldn't you just put that all in a duffel bag and take it on the plane with you and mm-hmm. burn it somewhere like take it to wherever you go and hide out yeah mm-hmm. Put it down the toilet. Oh, wait, I guess it doesn't work either. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, the that place. theory to me falls apart a bit, but yeah. whatever. What do I know? Not much. Uh, so <laughs> another perhaps more plausible theory was put forth in 1997 by forensic accountant Hugh Gardner and his wife, Martha. And they wrote a book called The Icebox Murders. And they did actually acknowledge that they believe Charles did have dealings with the CIA, which actually has been documented so he mm-hmm. did have an association with the cia nobody's mm-hmm. sure like how deep it went but he did have some sort of connection and also he worked for like shell oil and the navy so who knows like <laughs> i don't know i'm sure he, he was had, in like, the global elite <laughs> he, was, he was a lizard person probably um <laughs> and they argued that he didn't kill his parents for secret spy reasons but because he had suffered a lot of abuse at their hands growing up oh. And they argue that Charles was emotionally and physically abused by his father throughout childhood. And once again, when he moved home as a quote unquote recluse, that the abuse continued. And it, I think this holds some water. I mean, there, there's a lot of evidence that they laid forth in their book. But um, one of the things that like kind of mm, makes this a little more believable 
is that uh, the investigators determined Charles's parents had been killed on Father's Day of all days. Oh. Plus, the father's body had been uh, very specifically attacked in a way, like the hammer, first of all, and then the genitals were cut off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dramatically. That's, that's personal. And yeah. then the mom was just shot and like killed that way. Um, yeah. but the dad was uh-huh. just very personal and very, um, yeah, I mean, his privates were removed. So, yeah, up close and violent. Well, I mean, it's like we covered the Menendez brothers and, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't absolve somebody, but it maybe gives you a little bit of an insight into why. And especially Completer. I think those connections, if we're again, we're profiling the person and that happened to the body, that type of intimate interaction. Mm-hmm. It sounds more like it was deep seated grudge. Yeah, or, yeah especially if then it was different with the mom. It's like, yeah, you just, just switch weapons just, and well, yeah. she just happened to be there or something right. like yeah. that versus yeah. his real target on father's day was his dad that does, that like makes a little bit more the sense instant than... kill wanted nothing to do with it like just mm-hmm. get it over with mm-hmm. versus this really intimate experience mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so they argue that the rogers murder and mutilation were a result of years of abuse so mm-hmm. that's their theory but it doesn't end there because they also believe the gardeners had been defrauding their son after he moved home and it turns out they were forging his signature to take out loans in his name before pocketing the money oh. and like buying property under his name. And so there was just a lot, a lot behind their relationship that was like really toxic and fucked up. Yeah, yeah it's financial so, abuse in addition to is, all the yeah, other kind exactly. of abuse. I was say that's well, also abuse. Normally you see when a parent, the parents are older and there's an adult child, it's the opposite, yes, right? Like the exactly. adult child is taking out loans in mom and dad's mm-hmm. name. But uh, it's not, if, especially if it was from his childhood on, then and maybe if he was struggling with something, that's why he came home. Right, right. That they were like, he's up in his room. He's on his ham radio. He's not going to know. And they took advantage of him and mm-hmm. he yeah. lashed out. Right. I was going to say that too, because if he, yeah, he came home clearly like after serving in the navy and clearly had yeah some sort of going mm-hmm. through something yeah, yeah some sort of issues going on and uh, if that abuse had been established at an early mm-hmm. age they've kind of already you know set the precedence like this mm-hmm. is how yeah. you're treated this is well, how we're going to treat you if on first blush you say oh he didn't even talk to his parents he just slipped him notes you might go well that's weird but if you're trying to save yourself and create yeah. boundaries i'm not yep. apologizing for this person cutting right. his parents up but uh, the behavior up until that is at least somewhat explainable but mm-hmm. i think yeah it sounds you like might it not was- want any interaction with them for fear of what what would happen i'm so glad i didn't make the comment earlier then because when you first said like they were slipping notes to each other i was like wow i really like how supportive this family is of like <laughs> he clearly like needs some space and they're letting mm-hmm. him have his moment sometimes that happens with em and me and i'm like just don't continue just give, it a, tick. give it a tick <laughs> now um, it, it makes so much more sense now that yeah. he was just trying to set a boundary in a very toxic environment mm-hmm. and on the flip side they're trying to get his handwriting and his signature so they can buy land in his name totally yeah take his money and shit yeah and he had a hot plate in there he had radios he was like trying to distance himself um so you know whether that had anything to do with it or not i think this is one of those cases where it sounds really wild to say he was a cia spy and he killed jfk Mm -hmm. and flew away in a plane but then like the reality of like uh, a background of abuse and Mm -hmm. mental health issues just it's not as uh, glamorous but is also like equally fucked up yeah Um, so their theory is that after the um, financial abuse on top of everything else, that Charles fled to Mexico, probably in his plane after the murders, um, eventually ending up in Honduras, where he was killed over a wage dispute with minors, oh, like not wow. minors, children. Minors, like, in right. ERS. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh. Very different. But what, what information do they have to make them think that? You know, <laughs> witness testimony. So okay. It's, okay. it's very much like 
this story actually it was called by houston press and publishers weekly separately both called it fact-based fiction and supposition so Mm -hmm. even the book itself is not considered like really factual so it's hard to say like whether how much of this well, he's, true. he disappeared. So, yeah. you know, it is all just hearsay after that. Yeah. Conjecture. He Never found the body. idea of writing a book and just going, this is what I think about a factual <laughs> yeah. thing stresses me out without calling it a novel. Absolutely. It makes, so, yeah. it makes yeah. Chrissy said it makes her eye twitch. It makes my ass pucker. Like I'm like, <laughs> I can't. Well, I need to where have... Emma and I would write 18 pages of apology. Like we really don't know anything about what we're saying. I'm like I need footnotes. So <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. such a specific theory with no real backing yeah yeah yeah. some of it did like the financial stuff had backing Mm -hmm. and some of the abuse stuff was pretty well documented the the minors the the minors thing is pretty much like a little shady of like I guess that could have happened. I mean, it could have happened just as a much lot as, of like, things could have happened. Yeah. happened. Yeah, I mean, right, exactly. You know, they were really like I was convinced the whole way. You are like, if anything, this is the the theory I'm running with. And then you had to throw mm-hmm. the miners thing in with like no real facts. And I'm like, mm, well, mm. No. it gets a little. It's yeah, it stops being as um, mm, I don't know, sensationalized. Believable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So regardless, um, we may never really know what happened to the Rogers. Wow. It is still pretty mysterious that Charles never showed up again, dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and despite the manhunt, they could never find any sort of real leads as to where he went. He was huh. declared legally dead in July of 1975. And technically, the murders of Fred and Edwina Rogers remains unsolved to this day. And their char- son, Charles, is still the only suspect. So wow. Wow. this cold case will probably stay cold. But Wow. Could they tell when they found the bodies how long they'd been there? Uh, yeah, so they they guessed it was that he they had been killed on Father's Day. I don't oh, know that's how. Right. And it that. was only it was end of June. So it's okay. Days. So a couple so weeks. I would say yeah, like maybe weeks. a week or so. Yeah. But if they're in the refrigerator, they wouldn't that's true. smell. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. True. Which again is is kind of planning and thinking mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. But wow. I mean, if you're in the CIA, you might have knowledge like that of just how to handle those types of situations and maybe you know maybe make sure bills and stuff are paid so it wasn't mm-hmm. until someone calls and they don't answer yeah. that yeah mm-hmm. they come looking. until marvin mill whatever his name is marvin marvin Martian. marvin marlin <laughs> and he, he has <laughs> 10, 10 days two weeks to get away too before exactly people find him yeah where it's airplane. not suspicious to just go to the airfield mm-hmm. and a lot of neighbors apparently didn't even know he was living there like that's how distant he was like mm-hmm. he barely ever left the house like people just didn't see him um so a lot of neighbors were like shocked to learn he had even been living in the attic so wow. he really was kind of hidden from sight the low profile yeah okay. and no one heard anything no one heard a gunshot no one heard or anything screams um, wow no I mean, if I you're in the cia know. you made it you know do a pillow or something like that that's true, true silencer you know that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i i wonder i mean had nobody gone looking for them how long would Mm-hmm. that me have just been sitting there mm-hmm. you know yikes man yeah yikes what a wow. case good wow. job this good is job, what Christine. we do and then we yeah. end on a really downer note and <laughs> every week i go second and it's always just a real bummer so uh, <laughs> i really loved your birthday one when uh m covered the 
the the fake well i don't know spoilers well i guess it should listen in order but we always yell at people for listening backwards we're like listen in order makes sense yeah Yeah, um but it was such a good like big laugh and you're like anyway there's a massacre yeah and i'm like so this is awkward um i didn't really put it ahead for your birthday great i don't know why because the the only reason we do it is because in the first episode we're like who should go first and i just went I guess I will. I was too nervous. I was like, you go, you go. (laughs) And now it's just become a thing where like, really in hindsight, I should have, not that like ghosts and like torture, Mm -hmm. tortured inmates is a good thing, but at least there's like some sort of potential laugh factor with like the mm-hmm. crawler it just shit. tends to be lighter than or people uh, just think oh this isn't real like people that don't believe in ghosts yeah. are like oh yeah. it's not real it's silly ghosts or whatever exactly um, it's like a cryptid it's less like sinister yeah. as mm-hmm. yeah. you yeah. gotta start ending on a joke i know it should end on a joke, joke of the you, week yeah for, joke of the week for a while we were doing um horoscopes at the end oh that's like, fun for we, my dog or something we tried everything we tried it all <laughs> we did horoscopes like, for a minute People were I like, think. this sucks. We went so to the psychic like, fair. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the psychic yeah. fair for a while, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, we're glad to be here. Oh, oh we're so glad. glad. Whatever. Thank we're you guys so much for having us. That And thank you for being on our show, too. For sure. I think, oh, my gosh. I think our episode, because we release on Wednesday and y'all release on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're we'll recording Sunday. So ours will come out with you guys first this Wednesday. Perfect. And so no one will hear this until after. So it really <laughs> so, doesn't matter that I'm saying. So this. we're like, so yeah, no, I'm working it it's all It's already out. out. So if you're hearing this first, it's already out. Go listen. Oh, yeah. To and then the, the printer, the printer inside joke. Yeah. You'll get callback. it. <laughs> yes. You'll get that callback. Yes. So uh, it was one a time Terry Carnation worthy callback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means so much. You'll so, get it all by listening to our episode yes where where can people find you or what oh. uh, social media is all that good stuff you can find us on facebook and twitter at sinisterhood pod i'm sorry on instagram and twitter at sinisterhood pod and on facebook at sinisterhood christy where are you at on the computer i am on instagram at christy m wallace and i'm on twitter at christy or gtfo heather where are you i am on twitter at mck versus the world and on instagram at heather versus the world and all other good sinisterhood stuff is at s-i-n-i-s-t-e-r-h-o-o-d.com it's like sisterhood but sinister mm-hmm. but like clever yeah, yeah. but like yeah mm-hmm. and they yeah. do a better sign off on our show than we do on our show <laughs> work on this are you are you ready to watch us do our sign off because uh, it. So we could not be more excited yeah, we love everything you do <laughs> yes right. ready christine yep and that's why we drink